0: Rough in the rough. Why the diamonds?
1: Rough. Rough.
0: rough, rough in the diamonds. Welcome to Rough in the Diamonds, the show where we review the worst of the best. We're here to point out the little leaven that spoils the whole loaf. I'm Nathan. This is my main man, Dave. Hello, everybody. So brace yourself to throw out the baby with the bathwater as we project our poison views on everything you love because you deserve the worst.
1: Absolutely. We wouldn't give you any less.
0: We wouldn't give you any less. This is the show that reviews the worst episodes of the greatest series ugly things made by beautiful hands. How are you
1: today, Dave? I am doing fine. A little cold, but yeah, otherwise good. How are you?
0: Mate, in this hemisphere, it's quite warm, but not too bad.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah.
0: I think the hardest thing to deal with is having to watch some of these episodes.
1: Mm, absolutely. And this, this last one in particular was particularly grueling for me, I, I thought. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, we're only a few episodes in of this brand new podcast, and I'm already starting to realise a few things, Dave.
1: Uh-huh. We
0: are probably going to be hated by a lot of people
1: Yeah, as
0: we yeah. take a steaming dump on episodes of their favourite shows.
1: Yeah, I feel like that comes with the job description, though. <laughs> Got to be prepared for it. Just, you know, cop some flack that
0: we soldier on. I realise that these standout, unusual, out-of-place episodes come in all shapes and sizes. Yes, they do, very much so. They might be weird, they might be boring, they might be a super budget attempt at good quality theatre. You you can't really pick what's going to come next, is is basically what I'm trying to say. Exactly, no two train wrecks are the same. What series and episode are we viewing today, Dave?
1: The series is Breaking Bad, and it's Season 3, Episode 10, I believe. Season 3, Episode 10, The Fly.
0: Fly. Why don't
1: we start by
0: letting our listeners know how much we know about the series Breaking Bad. Okay, Uh, that's
1: a good, good start. Let's do it. One of
0: our key points is that at the end of every episode, we will give our prediction on what the series is like and what it's about based only on the one episode which we reviewed. Yep. So I have watched all of Breaking Bad once quite a few years ago Mm. and I've watched probably the first half season of Better Call Saul, uh, which is the prequel spinoff. And I like them a lot, but yeah. I wouldn't say that they're fresh in my mind by any stretch.
1: Okay, so well, this is this is kind of good for you because then it's you're just going back into it afresh. What about yes. you, Dave? How much have you um, ever seen of Breaking Bad? So for me, I am ashamed to say I've never actually watched this show, despite everyone saying it's incredible and it has great acting, great writing. I just need to sit down and watch it, So I, but I, I suppose this is good because... I'm just coming in as a complete newbie who knows nothing about the show and on what I think the show will be like based on this one episode. Uh, And at
0: risk of offending all the fanboys, because if you actually spend any time and you go online to the forums, I committed Uh a bit of a cardinal sin before this one and actually did some research. There is a lot of mixed feelings about this episode. Uh, A lot of the fanboys are very committed to saying right. that this is excellent, it's inspired, it's incredible storytelling. Uh, it ties the whole story together. Uh, some would say it was a necessary step. Others would say it is Shakespearean brilliance.
1: Yeah, yeah, you could, you might say that. You might not. Really depends what you what you think. Hey,
0: I'm going to stop tiptoeing around it,
1: Dave. Yeah, this this wasn't fun to watch at all. <laughs> Yeah, I did not enjoy it. I mean, I could see those. it definitely had a few good moments, and I was like, okay, that's cool. But overall, it was not an enjoyable experience for me. It really
0: wasn't. If I was watching this series front to back, I would happily press the skip button for this one.
1: I think I would as well, given that basically very little actually happened. I don't think it had anything to do with the main story. It's incredibly budget.
0: This yeah. is a... Incredibly well received series, and probably one of the key TV series that I think shepherded in um, the golden age of television that we're living in right now. Yeah, the massive series long arc, the continuous reveals, um, not bottle episode, but like still consolidated, interesting episodes that contribute to an entire story-long arc. It was a fascinating story. It was surprising. It was one of those things that HBO did incredibly well. But this episode is L budget. You have the two key characters and a couple of ancillary people in the background. And Mm. I don't recall if any of those ancillary people even said a word or if they were just kind of there.
1: I don't think so. You just sort of... Like the camera sort of pans past them as like Jesse and Walter are walking in. It's a couple of seconds at most, and then that's it.
0: Yeah. And I feel they say nothing. I feel like to try and compensate for that, they're going to have a lot of monologuing using different methods to try and tell this story as they fill in the space of what was it like 45 minutes long?
1: Yeah. 40, 45 minutes.
0: 45 minutes basically in one room. It felt like a uni student play
1: it did didn't it there was a few sort of it felt kind of at some points it felt very art house like just really yeah exactly
0: yeah i mean there's there's no there's nothing wrong with being in a uni student play but really it was like every now and again i'll go out to like one of those fun just random pop-up plays and you pay like 15 bucks and they're telling some interesting story and they're kind of doing it without much of a budget and it's like just cool and edgy and yeah. it might be like uh, in the Roma Street parklands or it might be in a basement of an old building it's like dusty and it like sets the scene. but that's what this felt like it didn't it, it to me this wasn't an incredibly valuable expensive production.
1: Yeah, no. I felt like, you know, this was this was just definitely like maybe the low point in the series, and then you know got better after that. But
0: yeah, it's a two man play. It's not a TV episode at all. Yeah. Uh, despite the really strong opinions from the Breaking Bad nerds. Sorry, guys. Please, uh, please don't hate us for this. <laughs> you know what this is. You know what this is. I'm going to call it. This is an episode about nothing.
1: It is absolutely. There's, there's nothing. Nothing happened <laughs> in this episode. <laughs>
0: So, swap it out and watch some
1: Seinfeld. Yeah, and then you'll... If I'm going to watch an episode about laugh.
0: nothing, I'm putting on Seinfeld, I'm yeah. watching that again. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always Don't good. Don't drag me through this. So, t- tell, us, tell us the basics of the plot, Dave. Remind me, because you've, you've watched this again since, since we last watched it.
1: Yes, yes I have. It starts off with this kind of creepy kind of song in the background, and there's a fly, like, zoomed right in on the fly, flying around in slow motion. And then Walter and Jesse get to their their lab, their meth lab where they're going to cook their meth Walter is talking about their losses and that the numbers don't add add up they talk about that for a little bit and they prepare to start and then Walter's just sitting there on his own and you hear that telltale little buzz of the fly that starts this and, and sets this whole thing into motion and he starts kind of losing his mind about this one fly that they can't get rid of and, and that, that's the story. That's, that's the episode, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the end. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. See you next time. Is there a
0: discernible point to this story?
1: Nothing happens. Absolutely nothing. Nothing discernible. Nothing of any significance.
0: They don't even leave the place. They don't bring in any new ideas. They don't do anything cool.
1: Yeah, nothing. It's just oh, it was just so boring. It's like, I feel like maybe, you know, a director with a really amazing director could, done, could have done that and they've, you know, added a few different things, but it was, this was just, it's like they tried and they just failed. Really, really failed.
0: Maybe there was something in the script, but the maybe. script was brief. The actors did the absolute best with that script that they possibly could.
1: Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I they are I could not great throw actors, shade at those
0: two guys.
1: No, not at all. They did, gr- did a great job with what they had to work with. But. The fly is the problem.
0: Maybe if there was some other hilarious
1: jokes in there. Yeah, something about... Maybe s- they could have thrown in a fly joke or two, you know? Never, Like a wild animal? Trapped in your house? Possum. Hey, since when did they change it to Oh Possum? Possum. <laughs> <laughs>
0: why... Why isn't this episode funny? Why couldn't they be doing something funny and weird yeah. or we could just pay out on the whole time? Because I feel, I feel
1: like I really had an absolute riot watching Star Trek just because it was just completely ridiculous, and you know, there was a bit of bad acting here as there as well. so it was just I was just was just a roller coaster ride, really.
0: Hey, it's a joke.
1: The acting is really
0: good. It's just not interesting. Yes, there's, yes. There's, there's the slapstick routine where it's like the man wants the fly. He chases the fly. He he. It goes on the ceiling. He breaks the light. He throws his shoe. He smashes the light. This is a swatter uh, with a broom.
1: Happens to work quite well, thank you. Or does he break it with his shoe? I think he throws he throws his shoe up. His shoe breaks the light and then gets caught in like the light fixture. And ah, then he goes up to like the sort of second, like that's observation deck, if you will, and he like tries to knock it off with this broom, and then he just he he does so, and then he ends up falling down and like hitting his head, which you know for he a guy, should die. you know, yeah, I thought I'm like, oh, that's gotta like at least break a few bones or something, because he fell down and like smashed his head on one of the big like meth vats, and then he fell onto the floor. Oh, oh. <laughs>
0: He fell a really long way. He should have died. He,
1: yeah. That absolutely. should be the end of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> Bad. He, he dies trying to trying to catch and kill a fly. That's this it, is what I'm talking Finn.
0: about. Take an episode like this, your bottle episode, make it seem just like out of place, they're not really engaged, and then completely hit them for six, have something like that happen. <laughs> That's how Walter White dies. <laughs> that, <laughs> He's trying to catch a fly insane. and he just falls to his
1: death. <laughs> That, that would, would be really good storytelling though because, you know, they're expecting oh, you know, he's just going to be looking for this fly this whole episode, nothing's going to happen. Well, did then, it ever really did it ever really answer the
0: question if they managed to cook enough meth in time? Because they clearly had it's still KPIs it. that they had to hit. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they'd be like losing their thumbs if they didn't hit their targets.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or their and heads. they mentioned, they're like, oh, you know, if we if we don't get it's time to cook, we gotta do this. If we don't, we're dead. It was
0: so casual. Like at mm-hmm. the end, it was okay, everything's okay. We've made peace with each other. Hallelujah. They cook the myth,
1: everybody's happy.
0: But it's contaminated.
1: Yeah. That's the thing, Jess. So, and like at the start, Jesse wants to. He comes in. He's ready to start the day, another another happy day of cooking meth. And then, and then Walter's like, "No, there's, there's a contaminant. There's a contaminant. There's a contaminant." And then Jesse starts taking it seriously. He's like, "Oh, what do you mean? Shouldn't we, we be wearing masks? You know, he's expecting some kind of, you know, like, you know, ammonia leak or whatever, something like that." And then. Walter's like, oh, well, it's not really actually dangerous to us. It's just bad for the Batch. And the Batch
0: has been infected with Ligma. Oh are
1: <sighs> dead. Ligma, Dave. This ligma, Ligma and the cocaine. It's just can't get away from it, can we? This Ligma. It's Anyone who does this, this
0: crystal meth, Dave, is going to catch Ligma.
1: They are, man. This True. is the reason there's a war on drugs. Absolutely, it's the Ligma. Ligma is the silent killer. Nobody talks about it. It's taboo, but... Through
0: the centuries, from, from Breaking Bad through to Star Trek, Ligma is
1: an ongoing threat. It is, isn't it? But that's what we like to do here at Rough Ended Diamond. We talk about those things that are taboo, that <laughs> you, won't, you won't hear about them anywhere else. <laughs> we, we won't show The world's on
0: edge. Yet worried about coronavirus <laughs> we're willing to tear down the barriers and talk to you about Ligmar <laughs> yeah
1: so we're just breaking new ground here you're next lieutenant why are you perspiring lieutenant the
0: fly is the problem
1: doesn't sound like you
0: Geordie it's a contamination and that is in no way a misuse of the word okay
1: of course but I would like to run uh, one or two more tests on you lieutenant <sighs>
0: And, and speaking of contaminants, bridge. it's like three quarters of the way through this episode. Uh, Jesse and Walter have, actually what is pretty funny, they have like a little f- slap fight. Smash each other in the faces. Yeah. They go to actually- pick up the fly off the ground. And it's a sultana.
1: Yeah, he's like, oh, it's a raisin.
0: Oops.
1: It's a sultana, Dave. So like, there's obviously, there's other were-
0: contaminants here. You there's have other vacu- contaminants,
1: yeah. That's what I thought. I'm like, if there's a sultana in there, if there's a raisin there, you obviously haven't, don't really care so much about, you know, about not getting contaminants in your, in your batch. You can afford the most amazing chemical
0: production facility built in a bunker. Why don't you have a Roomba?
1: Yeah. Or like even just a, a basic vacuum cleaner. Oh but at, at the start as he said he's he's like oh we're 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 short we're low on profits our, our profit margins are a bit off so that's probably why they couldn't couldn't afford a Roomba or you know not even a fly swatter apparently
0: yeah not even a fly swatter i made mean it that's a build their own custom fly swatters
1: and it didn't even work
0: if you can't pick up a sultana off the ground who knows what else is down there
1: yeah bit of spillage from last week's coffee or something but yeah exactly oh wait no 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 that's i forgot um as uh, walter himself said there, there's no sp- spillage nothing gets spilled except for the raisin <laughs> which has fallen out of someone's breakfast cereal yeah yeah someone was just having some uh cornflakes and raisin bran but <laughs> <laughs> and then we yep, do not uh, spill there's... a
0: drop of ligma here the ligma stays in the tub
1: exactly it's just perfection nothing gets spilled
0: there's some really interesting
1: uh filming that happens in this episode there is I noticed that as well which was actually a, a point in its uh, in its credit I thought um, like there's a point where Walter is lying on the ground af- after he's like had his fall that I mentioned that we talked about a little earlier and um,
0: the one that should have sent him to his grave
1: exactly exactly that fall hey
0: Dave. They don't spill anything here, but he had a pretty big spill.
1: He did. He did. <laughs> 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 it's funnier than the jokes in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, sorry, guys. Not not laughing too much in this episode, but we're, we're doing our best. We, we're, we're doing, doing our best. best. This is all. This is what we have to work with at Rough and. I Dynamics. know a tradesman should
0: never blame his tools, but this is where we find ourselves. <laughs> yeah. This isn't much of a canvas to paint on, my friends. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So Walter is lying down there after he's just had his fall and he's just sort of trying to recover. And then it's zoomed. The camera is zoomed like right up on his face, like on his eye, and he can. It obviously plays like the buzzing sound of the fly flying around, and his eyes like darting left, left and right, kind of like a madman trying to find this fly. And then it lands on his glasses, and then How sort of like rubs its hands together. Like, yes. how hilarious, Dave. There's a... the contamination. Contaminant. Contaminant. Contamination.
0: Contaminant. Contamination. It's a contamination, and that is in no way a misuse of the word. What this does do is it very powerfully breaks down Walter's state of mind. If you recall, uh, they mentioned Jane in this. Uh, yes. And uh, Jesse stopped his car at one point grabbed a cigarette and realized there was some lipstick on it and he had sort of a very quiet moment and towards the end they they had a bit of a chat about jane as well but it it shows the way that walter is so emotionally unstable he actually went to kill jesse's girlfriend um, and then found that she was dying like choking in her sleep and watched as she died that's wow. that's what happened before this. So he is I- I- in a few different ways responsible for the death of his partner's girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's new information for me. That is.
0: Yeah. That's insane. So it probably casts a few things in a different light when they're talking about mortality and mentioning James does, at it? the end now, mm. and trying to make peace with one another. He has become panicked and kind of is going mad over a complete non-issue. Exactly. And then when confronted, just continues to forcefully push and push and push and back up his point of view with argument and condescension. Yes. And refuses to back down despite being well aware that he's wrong. There are points in this series, I think, where that saves his life, but it's also this overarching point of the series that this is what's kind of condemning him completely.
1: Mm, He
0: started cooking crystal meth for a reason, and that was that he had cancer, and he was a complete lost cause, and he was actually, in some way, shape, or form, doing it for his family, or at least for the elation and... Well, there was, like, a number of different reasons. But at this point, he's hmm. overcommitted. He's unable to get out. He's kind of cursed himself.
1: Yeah, just to with, this lifestyle. and
0: With this lifestyle, that's right. With something that was meant to be very, very different. Hmm. And he becomes, like, neurotic.
1: Yes. Um, so, I feel like this episode, this this one episode is just... The story of a one-man slow descent into madness. Honestly, it felt like that just from watching it at the start. Obviously, again, me not having watched the series, um, you know, Walter strikes me as a very cool, calm, calculating, collective kind of person. And then, you know, that's he's got that at the start, but then he just gradually, thanks to this fly, or or more like his efforts in vain to try and kill the fly, which continuously fail. And it's just driving him insane. Just driving him absolutely insane.
0: And it's really the right creature for that. He's tormented. It's the endless buzzing. It's maybe not something that is inflicting physical pain in his life. He's not an action hero who's getting beaten up at every turn. Mm. But there's it's no peace.
1: It's just that small thing that just annoys him when... All he wants to do is just get on with his day of cooking Math He can't even do that. And, and how well, disruptive
0: right. is that to his life? He still, uh, to, to the outside world, appears to be in remission and healthy and doing a nine-to-five and everything's fine. But he can't find peace. Even when things are quiet, even when mm. things are silent, he knows that that buzzing could start again at any moment and disrupt his life.
1: Nothing he can do about it. It's, it's just, it's, I think that's, that's part of what makes it worse is because it's such a small thing, and yet it's that, it's that one small thing that has dri- driven him to become completely unhinged and just completely lose himself. And it's it's the perfect curse
0: for a man so pedantic.
1: He yeah, says kind
0: of towards the end... There's a phrase, um, and I I really resonated with this because I feel like this sometimes. He says, "There must be a specific combination of words to explain it all to her, but I just can't find them."
1: Yeah, that was that was a through this episode that was a pretty heavy moment. I felt like he's just at a complete loss as to what to do.
0: And maybe this is something with him being a scientist as well. There's always a uh, clear outcome when you do certain things. Yeah,
1: yeah, of course.
0: And it, it, for someone who's come so far, he has this analysis paralysis. And I, I'm, I'm trying to remember that, that was actually in referral to. Was, was that him
1: talking to his wife? Like, from what I could tell, yes. I think it was him talking about his relationship with his wife and him not being able to tell her, I assume, about the whole situation.
0: And actually give voice to what was going on. Yeah, yeah. This episode of Rough and the Diamonds is brought to you by SwitchNode. SwitchNode are the alternative to the Australian National Broadband Network and are the leaders in business phones and internet connections. For the best service and products for your business, visit switchnode.com.au. What were they thinking when they made this episode? Do you reckon that? They were sitting there saying, "This is going to be a fantastic change. It's going to be such refreshing theatre that our viewers are going to adore this episode."
1: Then maybe they're thinking something. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe they were maybe just they, smoking math, weren't thinking. <laughs> they were on the math, and that—that's That's how they made the episode. Never try your own product. <laughs> yeah, never try it. Bad idea, guys. I'm I'm
0: I'm out. I I can't even think of any jokes yeah. to make.
1: There's there's not much many jokes to make. This is this is just what we had to work with and HBO, are.
0: why are you like this? Why did you do this to us? I just love it. And he, now he there's fanboys the f- out there intent to prove that this is one of the best things ever made.
1: Yeah, we are gonna I know we're gonna have some like hateful emails coming to us very shortly, so this is HBO's fault for, for making them like this. Exactly.
0: If they just made a great episode, wouldn't be an issue. Dave, would you ever watch this episode again?
1: I, you know, I really wouldn't. I mean, I feel like if and when I go and watch Breaking Bad, like from start to finish, I might I might watch I might skip through most of the episode and watch just a bit where they're talking, you know ten, fifteen minutes maybe about like Jane. And, like, uh, yeah. that sort of thing because that, that bit looked, seemed like it had some relevance. And after watching the show, then it would, would make more sense to me. But other than that, I'll just skip the, the episode. It was just a waste of time. I think this episode would be more
0: interesting if it was acted out by two people on a stage over the course of 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, I feel like twenty minutes would have been a nice. It wouldn't. It wouldn't outstay its overstay its welcome. It would just. But be if this,
0: but if it was live and it was just two people on a stage as part of a greater sort of um, theatrical experience, like mm-hmm. one show that made up a few different um, different plays, I think it would be really interesting.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, actually just 40 probably of it. <laughs>
0: I don't know why I say that. I'm just trying to find a saving grace for this thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ever see this again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't intend on it
0: either. So, And you know what? Over the course of this show, we're going to watch much, much worse.
1: I feel like we've just kind of signed ourselves and we've gotten ourselves into something that we really shouldn't have gotten into, huh? <laughs> it's like, I Welcome feel like... To hell, Dave.
0: <laughs> Alright, Dave, so we're at the point in the episode where we, on the basis of this one episode, give our thoughts on what the entire series must be about. Yes. So, after watching The Fly, what is the show Breaking Bad actually about?
1: Well, okay, I feel like it's about, obviously it's two guys who haven't made the best life choices, they're dealing... They're, they're Well, not dealing, sorry. They're cooking math. Yeah, one of them's a bit crazy. Obviously, Walter's a bit crazy. He's he's prone to fits of madness, Okay, this entire fit of madness, him getting crazy about a fly. They're just trying to make their ends meet, get their meth cooked so they can take home their paycheck at the end of the week, and that's it. That's That's the show. <laughs> I'm
0: really sorry. There wasn't really much for you to work with this time. There really wasn't. There really wasn't. Okay, so Breaking Bad is a show about two chefs who hang out together even though they hate each other and one steals from the other one and nothing really happens and the show is a lot about an old man going bananas and falling down. That's it. Dang. Is that really it? Yeah. Normally when we break this down, there's some amazing stellar
1: insight into... What the show really could be. Maybe some, like, anthropological comment on, like, society or humans, at like, on the whole, but...
0: Oh, let me try again. Okay, Breaking Bad is a deeply insightful series that investigates the working of the human mind, using uh, two subjects who are quite different and have different views on the world... We, week by week, examine different stress sores and influences on their life in a closed control environment and discover how those different influences will affect the other. It's a startling investigation into the human condition and also the old man gets angry a lot.
1: Yeah. And that's what
0: breaking bad is about.
1: Thank you, that was well very well worded. Beautiful.
0: Thank you. Also, they cook crystal meth.
1: Yeah, they do that. That's just but that's just sort of forced by the wayside. <laughs> that's that's not important. That's an aside. Yeah. That just happens to be their day job, but they are they are they are more than crystal meth chefs.
0: Inside, I am I am more. I'm Nathan and you can contact me on Twitter at Jibes only. And I'm David and you can contact me at Rough the Diamonds
1: memes on Facebook and Instagram.
0: I'd like to thank our sponsor Switchnode for this episode and say thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you want to put yourself through watching this episode, it's entirely up to you. So what
1: is our next episode, Dave? The next episode will be Bojack Horseman, Season 3, Episode 4, A Fish Out of Water. Well, thanks again,
0: everyone, for listening. Thank you to our sponsor, Switchnode, and we'll see you soon.
1: See you later. Have a good one.